Hey, y'all. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be what? Glad in it. Comment down below if you finish that scripture with me. So my name is Shantavia Johnson, but you can call me Shay, and I am your host of Obedience Podcast. Here at Obedience Podcast, our mission is to simply obey. Obey is an acronym that stands for O, being obedient to God, B, believing in God's word, E, evolving through Christ Jesus, and Y, yielding to the Holy Spirit. So if you think that you'll be interested in our content, if you're watching on YouTube, you should hit that subscribe button down below. And if you're listening on any podcasting platforms, be sure to hit that follow button so you guys are updated every single time we upload. But for all of our returning subscribers and listeners, welcome back. Let's go ahead and jump into this episode. Welcome to Season 4, Episode 30 of Obedience Podcast. It's such an honor to have you here because you could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here with me, and that is such an honor. So before I even get deep into this episode, I have to invite my co-host in, Holy Spirit. So let's take a moment and bow our heads in prayer. Father God, I want to thank you for allowing me to get on this platform another week. I thank you for the words that were provided this week. And I thank you for your loving conviction. I thank you that you never come at me with condemnation, but you convict me in a loving, kind way. And you reassure me that you love me despite of me. And I thank you for that, Lord. I pray that through this episode, people are healed and they learn to put you back in the right place, your deserving, rightful place in whatever that situation is. I thank you for forgiving me and showing me the way back. And I pray that my listeners are understanding, um, forgiven, if necessary, for, you know, my backsliding again and not keeping in contact. But I know with you, you always get me back to where I'm supposed to be. And I thank you for giving me the courage to get on here and be honest, open and transparent all the time and I just pray that I continue to be your vessel and and I touch that one person or those multiple persons that you want me to get in contact with and touch I pray that through this episode that there is more of you and less of me and I just pray that I can be as transparent as possible and if I forgot to mention anything in my notes I pray that you bring it back to remembrance for me in Jesus name I pray amen all right, y'all. So now that I've invited my co-host in, let's go ahead and jump into the high and low portion of this episode. So if you would like to submit any high and low moments that you may have during the week, you can always do so by submitting to us via DM on Instagram, Facebook, or directly to our email address. I'll make sure that all of that is on the screen for you right now. And if you do so, you have the opportunity to be featured on the episode. And if you have any low moments where you want to keep those private, just let us know and we will pray for you in private. 
So I did get a submission this week from Casey D. Jordan. He's actually been a guest on the show in the early, early, early days of the podcast. He came on and we talked about relationships. It was a four-part series, so definitely go and check that out to see Baby Shay talking about relationship stuff. <laughs> it was great. It was a great series, and I, I kind of want to revisit it one day. Whenever the Lord says revisit it. But Casey did leave us a comment over on our Facebook page where he says that he's thankful knowing that God is still in control. No matter what it looks or feels like, he has the final say. And glory to God, I can agree with you on this. This high goes hand in hand with this relationship. I promise you it was not designed this way. God just works things out. Y'all know he's sovereign and I love that about him. But this episode is a reminder that God is always in control. No matter what it looks like around you, no matter what the situation you're going through seems like, no matter what, God is still in control. The enemy may think he has it, but we already know that God has won the victory. So thank you, Casey, for that hot moment. And I am praying that God continues to show himself in your situation. And I'm praying for your strength that you are constantly reminded that no matter what it looks like, God is still in first place. All right, so now I'm going to move on to my high and low moments for the week. So my high for this week is that God did produce a giveaway winner. Yay! Yes, Miss Kiana Price was randomly selected as the winner. And when I reached out to her, I told her, I said, girl, before I hit spin the wheel on the website I was using, I prayed to God and just asked him, select the person who needs this the most. And so when she was selected, I immediately reached out to her and she let me know via email that she definitely needed. She said, he knows what we need when we need it. And he knows my name. Yes, he does, girl. God definitely knows your name. So I'll definitely be getting that out to you very soon. And I am so excited for your growth in God and to see what this blessing does for you in your life. And I just want to thank God again for allowing me to be a blessing to you. And I just say, pay it for it, sis. Pay it for it. Bless somebody else in whatever way that God tells you. It does not have to be gift in a Bible, but just bless someone else in the way that God tells you to. So thank you so much for everybody that entered into the giveaway. Thank you for all of my supporters. And like I said, there will be more giveaways coming soon. And I am so grateful and thankful that I am in the position where I can bless people. It makes me so happy that I'm able to be a vessel to bless people. So thank you, God. And thank you to everybody who participated in the giveaway. And thank you, Kiana, for supporting me. And I am so happy that you won. And I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. If I'm not, let me know. I think that's how you pronounce it, though. Switching gears from my high moment, I do have a low moment this week. It's not necessarily for me, but I do want to ask you guys for prayers. As you know, football season is upon us, and I live in the state of Alabama. And if y'all don't know one thing about Alabama, we love our football, okay? Y'all have probably heard of our University of Alabama Roll Tide Roll. They have won plenty of championships. So, you know, we're out there. In the football community, right? And the love of football goes beyond just college football. Our 
state and I can say state because I think this is true for the entire state, but my city, they love football from Park League, you know, when the babies are five and six all the way up to middle school, high school, and then off to college. So football season is upon us and it has started. And last Friday, during my alma mater's football game, one of the players got hurt. And as y'all know, I love my alma mater, so I still keep up with all the games. And I was watching on TV Friday night when the game happened, and a young man on the football team was hit, and he began to have seizures. And my aunt actually works at the school, and she knows the little boy, and she has been keeping us updated on his condition, and my family has been praying for him. But I also want to reach out to my platform and ask for more prayers, and the little boy's name is Leon White. I want y'all to pray for Leon White, that he is better. Right now, he is in the ICU, and he continues to have seizures, and he's not talking at this moment. So I want my prayer warriors to band together, and we are going to declare that by next week, he's going to be talking, he's going to stop having seizures, and God is going to show himself in that little boy's life. I am believing by faith that this will happen, and I just want y'all to pray in agreement with me. So I don't want any prayers this week. I want y'all to put all the prayers to the little boy, Leon White. And I thank y'all so much for praying with me in agreement. So again, thank you so much for your prayers. But that's all that I have for this week's high and low moments. So let's go ahead and jump into the biblical portion of the episode. So I know when y'all clicked on this episode that y'all saw the title, Sis, Take Accountability. So if y'all read that title, then y'all know that this is going to be a very vulnerable episode. But I'm ready. I am ready. (laughs) So this episode is actually an update to my weight loss journey. I started my weight loss journey May 2nd, 2022. And when I started my weight loss journey, I weighed 216 pounds. Like I said, this is going to be a very vulnerable, open, honest, transparent episode. Okay. So when I weighed in, Around that time, I was so mentally strong. Like God had gave me that I backslid episode. I was convicted and I was ready to gain control of my eating habits because I needed to take care of myself like God told me to do. And I was so strong to the point that I could have a chocolate chip cookie right in my face, smelling it, and I wouldn't touch it. I would crave it, but I would not fold because I was just that strong. By June 5th, I was actually down 205 pounds. That is great. That is very significant. Like I was putting in work, right? But today when I'm recording this episode, August 28th, my current weight is 214 pounds. What happened, sis? You may be asking. Well, I can actually pinpoint the exact moment that I gave up on everything. So as I mentioned in my Sis is My Birthday video, June was a very tough month for me. It was one of the most depressing months I've ever had in my life to this day. And the first two weeks of that depression, I was holding strong. Like I was still eating healthy. I was still making conscious eating decisions. I was drinking my half gallon of water a day. So I was still doing good. But by the end of June, it got so much tougher to continue 
to follow my healthy eating habits. Because by the end of June, I was mentally wore down. Like I did not have the strength to talk myself out of eating that chocolate chip cookie. I didn't have the strength to not fix a plate that I knew would cause me to overeat. I didn't have the mental strength to guide myself in the way that I should go. So keeping up with my healthy lifestyle and the facade of I'm not depressed, I'm happy around people, it began to be too much. Like I said, I was mentally drained and something had to give. So a couple days after my grandmother's funeral, I remember I was craving something rich and full of chocolate. I just wanted something rich and full of chocolate and I didn't have the mental capacity to talk myself out of it. I had to get it. So I went out of my way, got in my car. Now, mind you, I hadn't even been leaving the house. So how in the world did I gain enough strength to get in my car to go get this heavenly, delicious, <laughs> rich chocolate experience? I had enough energy to do that. So I got in my car and I drove to Dairy Queen and I got this. It was a triple fudge brownie. And it had ice cream with it. Oh, it was so good, y'all. And I got some cheese curds because I like the salty sweet thing. So I bought that home and I ate every bit of it. And as you can tell with me talking, I did enjoy that meal. I can't lie and say I didn't. I thoroughly enjoyed that snack. But the moment that I decided to get in my car and go get that snack, that was the moment that I gave up on my healthy lifestyle. And that's why I said I can pinpoint the exact moment where I gave up because I knew then that I had a mental shift and I was not in charge of food. Food was in charge of me. And after that snack, I began late night snacking again. I began overeating. I began to give into every craving that I had. And then I also completely stopped working out. I had completely gave up. And every day that I had completely gave up, my guilt kept piling up. It was like guilt on top of guilt on top of guilt. Because I knew that I was going against what God told me to do. But instead of running to God, I began to run away from God. And a lot of us do this when we begin to get guilty about not doing something God told us to do or sinning in a way. We get very guilty and we run away from God we run like Forrest Gump was running. When I should have been running like Forrest Gump to God, I was running like Forrest Gump away from God. And so that's where I was on my weight loss journey. And if you tuned in to the Sis I Backslid episode, you may remember that at that time I started a band group for a support group. And I said that I was going to produce weight loss videos every single week or something like that. Something crazy I said. Because I was in for it. I was, I was like determined. And very early on, I let the enemy's thoughts take over what I envisioned for this weight loss journey. Now, what I mean by that is when people started joining the band group and I was seeing them and they were just like, thank you for the video. Thank you for being so transparent. I was excited. I was like, yes, I got a sisterhood. I got a group of people who are going to help me through this thing. But then I started to think, wait, this isn't the first time that I've been in a weight loss group, but this is the first time where I've been the leader. So I felt like 
if I fail, then it's my fault that everybody else fails. So I start getting so anxious around the fact of having that band group. What my anxiety-filled mind did was completely stop communicating with the group altogether. I just went MIA out of nowhere without any explanation. And let me say this. Let me say this as a quick side note. I just got to interject this a little bit. So I feel like a ton of people use the word anxiety a lot instead of just saying they're nervous about something. Because, I mean, sometimes anxiety and nerves, it can... It can be like the same symptoms. You can get those confused, but you you have to remember that there is a difference between somebody just being anxious, having a little anxiety about something, and someone who has an anxiety disorder. I have been diagnosed with an anxiety disorder. A regular anxiety that a random person may go through is probably 10 times more elevated in my mind. For someone who doesn't have an anxiety disorder, you may not understand why I completely stopped reaching out to the group because what I was going through at the time, it was much easier to stop communicating with the group instead of continue to have these anxious thoughts and feelings. It's kind of one of those things where if you know, you know, like if you have an anxiety disorder, you can completely relate. But if you've just been anxious and you don't have an anxiety disorder, you're like, girl, that doesn't make sense. Like, you shouldn't have just stopped reaching out to those people. Like, no. Okay, let me tell you something. First of all, you are 100% correct. I should not have stopped reaching out to those people. You are correct. I will give you that. But second of all, take a walk in my shoes one day during my anxious anxiety moment and tell me what you would decide to do. You will completely understand if you knew exactly how I felt on the inside, why I chose not to reach out to them. But I will say, you are right. I should not have done it. Like, I know that the decisions that I make based off anxiety are never good. Like, I I can completely take accountability for that. I know. But I just wanted to point that out. Okay, back to the episode. Sign up over. So my mom actually noticed that I had stopped communicating with the group because she was a part of it as well. And she asked me one day, she was like, um, have you reached out to the girls in the band group? And I was like, oh, no, I forgot. Just lying. Because it was easier to lie and say, oh, I just forgot. I'll do it later. than actually sit down and explain why I didn't want to reach out to them. And then with the vlog footage, I have so much vlog footage in my phone documenting my weight loss journey from the beginning of May up into June. Like I legit was blogging. Like I said, I was, I just could never bring myself to edit it because the enemy was making me so anxious about the entire situation because I kept thinking if I start uploading these vlogs, then people are going to expect me to be consistent and I'm going to fail and I'm going to discourage somebody. And it's going to be my fault. This is what the enemy is putting in my mind. And that's what's causing me anxiety. And so fast forwarding to one day when I was sitting down at my desk doing work, God gave me the title, Sis, Take Accountability. And then I said, oh, God, who are you coming for in this video? Okay. So then a couple of weeks later, God revealed exactly who he was coming for in that episode. 
which was me, myself, and I. <laughs> oh, child. So God sent me to watch an older episode of the podcast, which this episode is titled My Temple. And that reminded me of the scripture, 1 John chapter 4, verse 4, that says, You are from God, little children, and you have conquered them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. Then after I heard myself quote that scripture in the episode, then God asked me, whose are you? And I said, Lord, I'm yours. And he said, that's correct. So you are from me and I am in you. And I am greater than the one who's in the world. So therefore, take accountability. Accountability that you aren't using the power that resides in you. Accountability that you're allowing the enemy to take away this journey for you. You're not using the weapon that I've provided you, which is me, the weapon that lives on the inside of you. That's what he told me. And then he said, give me back my rightful position in your weight loss journey and allow me to handle it. And then he provided me the biblical background for this episode, which displayed perfectly to me the power that God has that I was minimizing because I was not allowing him to sit in the right position for my situation. So this episode right here is for those of us out there who has moved God away from his rightful position. We've moved him to the side. We've moved him to the back, whichever way. He's not where he belongs, which is right in the front of everything. This episode is for us to take accountability that we've done that. And then second, remind you of the power that God has if we put him back in the rightful position that he deserves. So sis, let's take accountability. So in episode 28, titled Sis, Do the Work, we talked about when the Ark of God was away from the people of Israel and they wanted to get it back to the city of David. So in true God fashion, he was actually getting us ready in that episode for this episode and we didn't even know. Yes, me, the host, your girl, didn't even know. God is so amazing when you really break it down and think about things so intricately. (laughs) So he was preparing us for this. So in this episode, we're actually going to talk about the initial thing that led to the Ark of God getting taken away. And from episode 28, I actually have a correction. I misspoke. So in that episode, I said that Saul was the king at the time. And then the Israelites decided to go fight when God didn't tell them to fight. And then that's when the Ark of God was taken. Uh, That's really not correct. So really what's correct is at the time, the leader of the Israelite people was the priest Eli. A battle did happen, and the Israelite people did lose that battle to the Philistine people. 
And after losing that battle, the elders, they were like bewildered and they were trying to figure out why did we lose this battle? And so they decided that in order to win the next battle, that they were going to take the Ark of God to the battle so God could fight for them in the battle. Now, that's not how God works. God is not a genie in the bottle. He is not a good luck tool. And plus, God didn't tell them to move him. God was A-OK behind his veil where he told them he wanted to sit. But they took him anyway. And when they took the Ark of God to battle, they lost again. And then the Philistine people actually conquered the Ark of God. They took it. Now, let me let me say this about the Philistine people. When they initially saw the Israelites bringing the Ark of God to the battle, they were genuinely mortified and afraid because God had a reputation. In verse 6, it says, When the Philistines discovered that the Ark of the Lord had entered the camp, they panicked. These are the gods that slaughtered the Egyptians with all kinds of plagues and wilderness. So they knew what our God could do, okay? But because the Israelites were out of order, God did not fight the battle for them because he didn't tell them to do that. That's not how God works. And so he allowed the Philistine people to win the battle and they took the Ark of God. Now, the first biblical portion of this episode is going to point out the importance of making sure God is in the rightful place where he belongs in your situation. At this time in history, God didn't dwell inside of everybody. God literally dwelled in the Ark of God. And he told them to keep him in the tabernacle behind the veil. And they decided to bring him out to the battle. And he never told them to do that. So they took God out of his rightful position and they lost the battle. And this shows us what can happen if we take God out of his rightful position in our lives. Chaos can happen in our situation. Chaos can happen in our lives. We can begin to lose battles. We can begin to give over our situation to the enemy. And we can diminish the presence of God in our eyes because we aren't putting him in the forefront of the situation and knowing what he can do. Now, God is never diminished. Don't get me wrong. I said that we are diminishing the power of God in our eyes. God can never be diminished, okay? So going back to my weight loss situation, bringing that example back up. So when I gave up on the weight loss journey and gave in to my desires, my fleshly desires to have those snacks, to eat whatever I wanted, I was moving God backwards in my weight loss journey. Whereas God could control my depression and he can also control my weight loss But if I wasn't putting him in the forefront of that, I wasn't allowing him. How could he? If I just kept moving him back, if I just decided I'm not going to be in his word, I'm not going to pray. I'm not going to listen to worship music. I'm not going to push. I'm pushing him back. And when he speaks those little encouraging words, I'm not hearing it. Because everything else is so much louder. Because I'm not being still and seizing that moment and hearing God for what he's saying. So instead of allowing God to stay at the forefront of my situation, I was just pushing him back and letting the enemy 
skip on in like hopscotch. Now, the reason you have to take accountability for choosing to push God back in your situation is because without accountability, you aren't accepting or acknowledging that you've done something. Accountability is defined as an obligation or willingness to accept responsibility or to account for one's actions. So without accountability, you haven't accepted or acknowledge what you've done. So therefore, in your mind, you've done nothing wrong. What is there to change if you've done nothing wrong? This is why accountability is so important. Without the accountability, you'll continue to push God backwards over and over again in your situation. If it's a sin issue, you'll continue to sin over and over again in your situation because you aren't acknowledging the part that you're playing in the situation. But once you've taken accountability and accepted what you've done in the situation, accepted your wrong, you've identified the wrong. And then you can make steps to correct the wrong. So going back to my situation, bringing that back up. Now that I've taken accountability for pushing God back in my weight loss journey, I can bring him forward because I realize how I pushed him back. I wasn't pushing I wasn't praying in that situation. I was giving up. I wasn't praising in that situation. I was giving up. And now that I know my wrong, I can correct it. So instead of giving up, I can pray harder. Instead of giving up, I can praise when I'm really down. Now that I know where I went wrong and I've taken the accountability. And now I'm putting God exactly where he belongs in my situation at the forefront to let him lead and guide me in that situation. Because we already know one of my favorite scriptures, lean not on your own understanding. Because when I was leaning on my understanding, I gave up. So when you put God back in his rightful position in your situation, then God can show up and show out in your situation. He can big boy the enemy. And that's exactly what God does in the next part of our biblical background. So in 1 Samuel chapter 5, we're able to see the happenings of the Ark of God in the hands of the Philistine people. So after capturing the Ark of God, the Philistine people, they took the Ark of God and set him next to the statue of their little G-God, Dagon. I may be saying that wrong. That's, it's spelled D-A-G-O-N. Y'all know I'm not a Bible scholar. I haven't been academically trained. I just love the Bible and I love God, okay? No judgment. D-A-G-O-N. That's how you spell it. Dagon. (laughs) Correct me down below, my Bible scholars, how to pronounce it. So the next morning after the people have placed the Ark of God by Dagon, they go back to the temple to, I guess, check on their God or, I guess, pray to God. I don't know, child. They just went back into the temple that held their little G-God. And when they go to the temple, they realize that the statue of Dagon is on the ground in front of the Ark of God, bowing down in a worship position. (laughs) Yes. Dagon is worshiping God. Okay. So... They probably think nothing of it. They just pick Dagon up, put him back in his position, and then they go on about the day. So the next day, they go back 
And this time, Dagon is back on the ground in a worship position. But this time, his hands are gone and his head is completely gone. But he's still in a worship position, y'all. <laughs> God was showing them, I don't want y'all to know that there is no God above me. I make little G's bow down to me. I am the greatest one in the world. And then after this big boy of Dagon, God proceeds to make the people sick in the Philistine land. He starts giving them tumors. And the people are like, okay, this is enough. This is enough. He needs to go back. In verse 7, it says, The ark of Israel's God must not stay here with us because his hand is strongly against us and our God, Dagon. The Philistine people knew it was up. They knew that our God is greater. Our God is stronger. They knew that our God is greater than anything on this earth and greater than anything in the spirit realm. That's our God, Big G. And we have to remember that this story that I'm telling right now is not fiction. It's nonfiction. This happened. So just like God, Big Boy, Dagon in the Philistine land, God can big boy the enemy in your situation right now, wherever you're living in America, Africa, Canada, Jamaica, wherever your situation is, God can big boy the enemy right there in your situation. You just got to put him back in his rightful position. Once you put him back in his rightful position, he can show up and show out and going forward in my situation. That's what I'm going to lean on. I'm no longer going to go in with the attitude of if I fail. I'm going to go in with the attitude, God is on my side. So therefore, I will never fail. I may have a cheat meal and, you know, devour some chocolate, but I haven't failed. God is still on my side. God sees me despite of me. So just because I had a low moment then and I had a piece of chocolate, it does not mean I failed. With God on my side, I'll never fail. What did Casey's high say for this week? No matter what it seems like, God is still in control. So I'm not going to go in to this new weight loss journey with the word failure. That doesn't exist. That's not a word. It's scribbled out. It's tore out of the, the dictionary in my mind. Failure doesn't exist. I'm going to consistently remind myself of whose I am. Who's working inside of me? And I'm going to continually make sure God is in his rightful place in my situation. Right in the forefront. Never in the back. Never to the side. Right in the forefront. I'm going to continue to yield to him in my weight loss journey. And despite what anxiety the enemy gives me or how I feel about my weight loss at the time, I'm going to continue to do what God told me to do. Because it's bigger than me. It's all bigger than me. It makes me think back to 1 Corinthians 6 and 19 that says, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. And then going on to verse 20, You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. This isn't about me, y'all. This is about my father. He knows what's best for me. 
So I'm not going to give in to what the enemy wants me to do anymore in this situation. I'm going to follow my father. I'm going to lean on my father. I'm going to make sure he's in the rightful position in my life. So because of this, I'm starting back everything I said I was going to do. So for the ladies in the band app, if you're listening, I truly apologize. It was not right of me to give up on myself and you guys because of fear. It wasn't right, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry for disconnecting from you guys. I pray that you can forgive me, and I pray for your understanding. And to you, Lord, I am sorry. I know I've said this off camera, but I am sorry that I put you out of your rightful position, and I wasn't allowing you to really demonstrate the power that you have in my situation because I kept pushing you back. I truly apologize, Lord. And to my audience, I thank y'all again. I thank y'all for allowing me to get on here every single week and continue to be honest, open, and transparent and not judge me. Accept me for who I am. Provide me grace. I thank you for that. I am back on my weight loss journey because I'm reminded of my why which is God's instructions to do so. But also, I have an additional thing driving me, my who, which is God's power working on the inside of me and who my body belongs to. I now have a why and a who. So, I'm back on this journey, y'all. I'm back. And... To anybody out there who wants to take accountability for that situation and and place God back in the rightful position that he deserves in your situation, I want to pray for you. I want to pray for your success. So let's take a moment and bow our heads in prayer for those of us who want to take accountability and put God back in his rightful position. So, Father God, I want to thank you so much for this word. I want to thank you so much. Again, for your loving conviction. I pray, Lord, for anybody out there who has placed you out of your position, that they realize that this isn't condemnation, that this is conviction. You love them. You care for them. And the reason you have them here, here in this word, isn't to condemn them. It's to convict them because you love them. You know the best thing for their lives, and you will never steal them wrong. I pray, Lord, that they repent and they ask forgiveness, and they know that with you, they are forgiven. They just simply have to ask for it. And I pray, Lord, that they're able to put you back in the rightful position. I pray that the enemy is stomped down back to the pits of hell and never, ever, in the forefront of their situation ever again, Lord. I pray that they realize that you have overcome the world. You've won the victory. So with you in their lives, they will never, ever fail. Even if the situation looks like failure, they know that you are still in control. They have never failed and will never fail with you in their lives. I pray, Lord, that 
through this new weight loss journey, I can continue to stay strong and I can fight against my anxiety. And I just pray that I make you proud, that I encourage somebody and people understand along this journey that there will be highs and there will be lows, but you will be glorified in both of those moments. I thank you, Lord, so much again. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah, praise God. I really pray that you are healed through this episode. And for anybody who's watching out there right now, and you feel like, but sis, I'm, I'm so far gone. You're never too far gone. You can take this moment right now and start all the way over. And the reason it's never too late is because we've been gifted with a savior named Jesus Christ. Because of Jesus, our sins have been washed away. We have a savior forever. And if you've accepted Jesus as your savior, all you have to do is repent and ask for forgiveness and your slate is clean and you can start over. If you happen to be one of those viewers who can never remember a time where you've accepted Jesus as your savior, right now is the perfect opportunity for you to do so you can become reborn now I say reborn because in John chapter 3 verse 3 it says truly I tell you unless someone is born again he cannot see the kingdom of God and to become reborn is very simple all you have to do is repeat this very short prayer after me Father God I know without you I am lost Today, I make the decision to make you the Lord of my life. I give you the throne of my heart to lead and guide me in the way that I should go. Thank you for forgiving and delivering me from sin. In Jesus' name, amen. And just as simple, you're now a part of the Union of Christ, and we are so excited to finally have you a part of the family. Congratulations! <laughs> so the first essential step that you want to take now that you've repeated that prayer after me is to connect to the Bible Teaching Church. When you connect to the Bible Teaching Church, you'll be granted with a community of believers in your family, and then also you'll be provided a shepherd to shepherd over your lives. If you cannot find a church in your area, I always include my church's live stream link in the description box below where you can get your spiritual food that you need every single week. And then the second essential step I believe you should take is to purchase our Reborn Workbook. That link is going to be down below in the show notes, but the workbook is going to be so great in helping you through this new walk. It gives you great advice scriptures and you know what to be expected and what's most important in these first few steps of your new Christian walk so definitely check that link out down below all right guys so that is all that I have for you guys today but before leaving out of here y'all know I have two questions what was your key takeaway from today's episode and also did you learn something new if you're watching on YouTube, please comment down below in the comment section. And if you're listening on Spotify, you can comment in the Q&A section. Y'all know my goal for this podcast is to be like a small group community. So I love to hear from you guys. So definitely do not hesitate to comment down below. 
And then also for everybody that's watching the YouTube premiere, I see you. We see each other. Thank you so much for joining my premiere over on YouTube. I so, so enjoy talking to you all every single Tuesday. If you would like to be a part of the live premiere of the episode, I do post the video version of the podcast at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time every single Tuesday. And there is a live chat that goes on during the premiere where we talk to each other. We comment on the video. We ask each other how our day is going. It's a great time. So definitely join the community at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time every single Tuesday. And no matter where you're listening, if it's on YouTube or a podcasting platform, no matter where, be sure to share this with five of your friends. We definitely want to get this word out. Sharing does help the podcast ministry go a long way. And we need to get this word out so people can take accountability, forgive themselves, and put God back in his rightful position. So definitely share this episode with five of your friends. And then also, if y'all have any prayer requests, Remember that you can always send prayer requests to obediencepodcast at gmail.com and we will always be in agreement with you. And if you do have any high or low moments that you want to share for your week, you can always do so by DMing us on either Instagram, Facebook, or directly to our email address. I'll make sure all of that is on the screen for you right now. So that's all my announcements for this week. I thank y'all again for clicking on this episode and spending time with me. It is truly appreciated. I pray that this video found you blessed and I pray that it left you even more blessed. But in the meantime, in between time, as always, be obedient and I'll see y'all next week. Ciao.